What's up, y'all? We are back. DNVR Rams Live. Justin Michael, Andre Simone in the building. It's ad day this weekend. Pumpkin and Alfalfa is what it is about. We're representing our roots. We're talking about today. We're talking about these next couple weeks, whether they can be a springboard forward for this program. The stars are shining. We'll talk about whether that's enough to be a medalist contention. I will dive into Utah Tech a little bit. I will admit they are a uh, team that is a little hard to, to find information about. That they, they don't have a huge following. That last article I found on them was from like the summer. Um, so we'll dive into the numbers because it's it's you know a small FCS school. Hopefully, an opportunity for the Rams to you know, continue the, the winning trend they started at Middle Tennessee State. But uh, how you doing, man? I am doing great. Whew. Couldn't believe I, I got here and I was like, it's hard to believe A, the Rams have only played three games and B, that they this was their first win. It feels like we've been doing this for two months and it definitely felt like a win had come already. What a great victory for the program. What a great victory for Coach Norvell in getting that momentum. And now, take care of business this week. You go right into conference play, hopefully, with a 500 record. That's massive, man. They're cooking. They are cooking. It's all on the line for this team right now. I mean, we talked about it going into the road trip. We felt like this was a pivotal moment for the program. You're technically three-point underdogs. You're playing a quality G5 mm-hmm. opponent. It's not a sexy team. It's in a really flat atmosphere. And frankly, CSU came out a little flat. The first half was not pretty. Uh, you, you struggled to get much of anything going offensively if you don't have the fake field goal for a touchdown, which was sick. But if you don't have that, you know, you're probably <laughs> not feeling great at the break, especially with the way the D-line kind of got dominated early. Is that early. quarterback naturally left-handed? I think... Because if he pulled like a Mahomes, that's in, that's an insane play. He had a couple of them where it's they weren't able to kind of keep difference. containment. And, you know, that, yeah, I mean, I will say a couple of fluky plays in that first half. CSU should have had a pick six, went right through the DB's hands. Well, they had a, the interception that the Rams yes, threw. You hit yes, the receiver in stride yes. and he just pops the ball up and it goes right to the well, DB. That's like the first play of that drive too. So like complete Just momentum killer. killer. They didn't sustain like there were there were still too many like three and outs, six and outs, you know, like just not sustaining the momentum which in the air raid is like half of the deal, you know. Yeah, I mean that's it had been what they had struggled with really going back mm-hmm. to the start of last year against CU, you were able to establish much more consistency but the encouraging thing is for once this program with a game on the line came out in the second half and they took care of business and yeah i think mo camara being back in the the mix was huge i mean went from six yards of play to 3.8 yards of play they're trying to run away from him and he's still just being a game breaker and then i mean literally breaks the game open scoop and score scoop and score that was huge i mean and most disappointing game from the defense so far this season Probably Washington State. Just be. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I will hey, say there fair. were. Though I think that first half might be the most impressive half they've played all season. True. <laughs> fair, yeah. You know? Yeah. True. Um, so we're splitting hairs, but it was just like I think in some ways a little disappointing from the D. But when you needed them, they took the fuck over, man. Well, and there were some key moments in that second quarter 
where they got four straight stops. And Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, if you don't give up the touchdown late before halftime, it's a tie game. And I don't think you feel like it's that big of a deal. Yeah, that drives a killer. And I mean, the first half, there's two long bombs, which you would love to have back defensively. DB's got to make a better play on the ball. I mean, especially that 50-50 ball, it's third down. It's right before the half. If you get the stop there, you know, you're going into the break being like, man, it's a tie game. We get the ball back and we have not even played close to our A game. Instead, you're down a touchdown. CSU responds, and I thought it was encouraging, especially because they they didn't get a great first drive coming out of the break. I yeah. believe it was three and out, but they come back, and, and Braden Fowler Nicolosi is able to mount back to back drives, mm-hmm. uh, eat up like over twelve minutes a clock between yeah. the two of them. Both capitalized or uh, capped off, I should say, by seven yard touchdown passes to Tory Horton. Yep, and I think what second was, one was woo, perfect throw, gorgeous catch. You couldn't see from the awful camera work, ESPN Dude, Plus. That was it's the worst broadcast I've ever seen. That was horrendous. At the end of the game, especially the you know the the strip, right? Yeah, and the game. I'm not. I, I won't. It's not. We have too much to talk about. <laughs> I only get to do this once a week with you, so we're going to maximize our time. Those two drives, monumental. Massive. I mean, that's I mean, like a team a taking moment. care of business. A winning team yeah. finds a way yeah. to pull it out when they d- haven't had their A game. And that's the thing yeah. that we talked about Back over the last the couple of weeks. Like, how many times over the last five years when CSU's down seven did that feel just insurmountable? Or if they were up seven, it didn't feel even close to late. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you blow the game at CU. That was disheartening. You outplay them the vast majority of the game and to have mm-hmm. that play out the way it did. That stinks. You're basically in the exact same position this time around, and the defense gets a stop. Yep. Your best players stepped up and made, you know, big plays. And mm-hmm. ultimately, that's what flipped. You know, we talk about margins constantly. Yeah. The fake field goal, you know, the scoop and score. That's a 14-point swing on, on two massive plays from some of the, the biggest stars on the program and Mo Kamara and Dallin Holker. Yeah. And uh I, I'm just two of your leaders, two of your vets. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. And BFN, I mean, that's it's massive. It's massive growing, you know, second drive. There's a second and 20 that turns into a third and eight and they come, you know, I mean, and they convert that uh, like these are things you were not doing. Obviously, when like Todd Santeo was your quarterback, but even, you know, before and after guys like who might have had more arm talent, like this is a real moment and there's something to this offense and you see BFN growing on the field, and I think I'm looking forward to seeing him grow off the field a little more, you know? I am too, man. He he's just such a humble kid. Like, <laughs> he's just, you know, he's just like, um, but he's he's a baller. This offense is, whoo. It's, it's taken off, and I think one of the over. big keys is the Rams going back to that fourth quarter in the Washington State game when BFN took over, which is really when you start judging this offense, in my opinion. The, you know, it's a different group with agree. Clay Mellon out there. I would agree. He's been awesome on third down. I believe he went three or three or four or four on third down in that fourth quarter. That yeah. continued throughout CU and especially in that second half. That's I mean, big time plays. You're you're yeah. being decisive with the football. You're getting it out of your hands and you're getting it in the hands of your guys who have an opportunity to go out and make plays. Like this doesn't have to be that complicated. Get Tory the ball. Get Dallin the ball, right. and they're gonna make good things happen. I felt like, and they were able to succeed offensively in spite of maybe not finding the type of big plays they were against CU. You also know? true. Yeah. I mean, aside from the fake field goal, it's kind of, they. it was more like death by a million paper cuts is what the CSU offense was able to deliver. They just kind of grinded it out. Yeah. You know, they were yeah. able to produce some yards after the catch that continues to be huge for CSU. And 
like we said, a couple win. of key instances. You know, yeah. your best players step up and make plays. Tory gets two touchdowns. Dallin capitalizes. And shout out to Giles Pooler, local kid. Walk on quarterback makes he's a lefty, so it's perfect insane. for that design. Insane. I mean, he's falling. It's it's like a Mahomes throw. It's like a shortstop. You know. It's, yeah, you it's got incredible. the defense in your face. You got to float it over the other DB who's right yeah. there. The announcers didn't think it had a chance, and instead right. he scampers into the end zone. Yeah. No, and I mean, how huge has Holker been? I said coming in that he's the best more. tight end in the conference after only seeing him in spring oh, ball. Right. And granted, the the bar wasn't very high after what we saw last year. But he's an NFL tight end. An NFL he moves tight end. well. Exactly you can put right. him all over the field. That's he's competent exactly right. as a blocker. Like mm. it's not even close, in my opinion. Four mm. touchdowns. He he's just tearing it up. Ninety yeah. yards a game. Like this is exactly what the offense needed. Another outlet who can attack you up the seam, who can you know run these little out routes, who can run you know something underneath because he moves well. You could do a crosser to him too. Mm-hmm. Like it it just takes so much pressure off of Tory Horton outside and yep. we're seeing with the safeties not being able to sit over the top every time now Tory has all kinds of space and it's what do you do because you can't double them both absolutely I could not be more excited for Mount West play Utah Tech first it's very hard for me to not overlook Utah Tech that's going to be something the players and coaches need to be very aware of this week looking ahead to conference play though where I think we both think this could be, really be the real deal Holyfield here. What are some things you want to see improved? They got to run the ball better. They have not been able to sustain much of any success on the ground all three weeks now. Uh, I will say, I think they played two really good defensive fronts in in middle Tennessee state and and Washington state and an athletic defensive front in CU. I don't know if the depth is necessarily there, but you know, they, they haven't exactly gone up against, a Hawaii type defense, mm-hmm. or I mean, a Utah Tech defense. They're giving up about 200 plus yards. I got it here. That'll uh, be nice. That's a good get you right. Game 240 right yards on the ground. They're allowing um, or 60 yards. Whew. So Yikes. they, I mean, they're soft in the trenches. The big question though for CSU is can you establish that ground game while missing Avery Morrow? Uh, he's going to be out a couple of weeks at least. Kobe Johnson day to day. I'd be shocked if Johnson plays. Like you just, you can't risk him, especially with the. The uncertainty for Morrow, but this could be an opportunity to see what we've got in uh, Damian Henderson. He was the highest rated recruit. So we've got a four star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think this is a great opportunity. I do think it'll be Van Shield that gets the start. He's who got some carries in the fourth quarter there. He was running with the ones throughout spring, a guy who's basically just like a gym rat and practices really hard, has done all of the right things. Mm-hmm. The coaches trust him in pass pro, which is huge with this offense. And that's my big question with yeah. Henderson. Can yeah. you trust him in pass pro? Right. Especially if you're not running the ball well, but it's, it's cool. It's an opportunity for both of these guys. And this feels like a game where you finally can kind of establish yourself on the ground and just take a little of that pressure off BFN. Cause you don't want him to get into that Superman mentality where it's, it's all on him every week. Right. And then, I mean, defensively do you feel like they're leaving something on the table like we're talking about the running game it's going to be really interesting to see how this defense and lack of running game offensively can hold up against those teams in the mount west the wyoming's the air forces the boises who are making a living in the trenches who are like their bread and butter is the run game and stopping the run I mean, it's it's going to be huge. If CSU can't run the ball, you get really worried about how things play out in those one possession games. Now, the the quick passing offense, some of the crossers, the 
you know, the mm -hmm. quick screens, that's essentially an extension an of extension the rushing them, attack yeah. in the air raid. And as long as you're doing that, I'm, I'm not panicking, which they right. are doing well, especially in second and third and short. Yeah. But it's going to cost you at some point. I mean, it, the lack of ground game has cost you on a couple of key third downs. They couldn't, you know, keep the, the drive moving. They had to punt back to Middle Tennessee State, just like they punted back to CU. I mean, those are instances where mm -hmm. you'd like to, you know, really step on the throat and just, you know, right. we're ending this game. Right. Yeah, I wonder, are they built to be a great defense against like finesse offenses and maybe have their struggles against those ground and pound? We'll see. I mean, they 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 stopped the run really well the first two weeks. They have. And, and in, the, I mean, in the second half, they stopped yeah. the run pretty well yeah. as well. I do think it's one of those instances. Mo Camara's presence is huge out there. And we're seeing... Newer I mean, Gatkus and some of these other guys really start to emerge um, in the interior as well. The linebackers, they're tackling well in open space, but yeah. they got bullied a little a bit in the trenches in that first mm -hmm. half. And I, I do mm -hmm. think a big part of that was Mo not being out there, but you never know what could happen. You need some of these other guys to to step up and make plays if, you know, he gets, you know, dinged up, knock on wood, you know, something right. like that. Coming into this game, Middle Tennessee's offensive line impressed me quite a bit, especially with their game against Missouri. They ran it down um, their throats. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't mm -hmm. again, it's not a sexy win. This isn't one you look back at the end of the year and like, oh, you remember that epic Middle Tennessee State <laughs> win? Right. But it is a it was a litmus test for me of this oh, team's massive, mentality, massive, of massive. their ability to take care of business on the road, which is a huge time, factor man. with this Big team and, and being in contention and this is the type of game that CSU has lost nine times out of 10 in the last decade. Oh, 100%. 100%. And then for them to come out of this, I think, as a confidence builder is just huge. Because I think, I think the players and the coaches know how good this team can be. Know how talented it is. Especially stacked up against most of the other teams in the league, you know. But, you, you know, it's one thing to know it and say it and think it. It's another to actually do it on the field and stack up dubs. So I'm curious, and we got a super chat here from our guy, Evan Hotson Music. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Legend, Evan. Really Thank appreciate you. you, man. Thanks, as always. Keep up the great content. Much love to everybody in Ram Nation. If you give us a thumbs up on YouTube, I would, I would certainly appreciate that as yeah, well. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. Uh, but I, I wanted to ask you, Am I getting ahead of myself when I say that this team could be in Mountain West contention? Now, obviously, we need more consistency from the defense. They have to eliminate, yeah. you know, some of like the the big play at the end of the half defensively. That's a yeah. lapse. The yeah. touchdown they scored on, you just whiffed on a couple of tackles in the open field. That's a lapse. You got to stop that type of stuff. There's still one to two breakdowns in the secondary every game. That's like. And Man, it's weird because then they'll be a get great like defense. You got to eliminate. Those. Yo, totally. Yeah. And it's just it's odd because it's talented players, and then they'll get like mm -hmm. six straight stops, and you're just like, what was that? I know they they got to fix some things. I mean, and you know, like, God, it's we want to know everything and make calls, and you know, we're falling over ourselves to who can have the most, like, the quickest take to everything on Twitter. But truth of the matter is three weeks in and it's all non-conference. It's hard to say exactly. But no, I don't think you're I don't think you're getting ahead of yourself because I I mean, just how it stacks up. The bigger thing we haven't even talked about is, man, this offensive line is for real. They're doing their job. They, the individuals maybe aren't like the most talented, you know, they're, but 
They play like a unit. Yeah. This is five guys playing together, shifting together. You're not getting these like open gaps in the interior. Which they had all season long. Absolutely. Oh, last mean, year. It was a disaster. The, 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 it's set back Clay Milton. <laughs> like, you know, literally. Like he's gonna be an FCS quarterback or something next year. Like it's it's terrible, you know. They are they are giving BFN a clean pocket to where they can eat on these crossers. It is an extension to the run game, you know. And in pass pro, which is the hardest part, that's the funny thing is they're line, killing it, pro. and it's like you're not getting traction in the run game, right? But now, you're giving them all kinds of time <laughs> exactly. on these quick pass. I, I I think they'll figure it out. I really do think they will. I think I mean, they have talented backs. I think that this passing offense is going to wear teams down, and it's yeah. going to get to a point where you're just going to have some. Some chances to run the ball yeah, purely exactly. because they're worried about you going over exactly. the top. But exactly. So no, you just have a few things that just I mean, a quarterback in an offensive line alone, where it's like, yeah, you haven't had this in a while. Well, how many times and, have we talked about on the draft pod? And I mean, I think CU is a great example of this. If you have an above average college quarterback. That's like a 10-point swing in college football. Opens Whether the world. team has way more talent than you or not. Oh, a thousand percent. And BFN's been really great. I mean, yeah. CSU leads the conference in, in passing offense. They have an identity under him. He's making good decisions with the football. You know, he had the, the bad pick against Washington State, and he had the pick where Shiloh jumped him early right. against CU. Right. It's great decision-making ever since mm -hmm. then. I really I, I can't even recall a throw where I was like, hey, what are you doing there? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's really settled in. He's trusting the O-line, and he's trusting that if I just, like, wait a half a second, Tori's going to get open. And, I mean, it's against three tough opponents that I see on Twitter. You were seeing, like, who's the last the first-time starter at quarterback where three starts are all on the road, and the record's 2-1. and one. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty hostile it environment. It should be 3-0. and oh. Should be 3-0. and oh. Hostile environments, aside from Middle Tennessee, you called it ghost town like not, oh, not and a that's great, just such a weird like, spot such disgusting gray skies just like oh <laughs> it's like it's middle so tennessee is, is here, mid you know? in fact oh my god well disgusting but that's a good football program that's a big win that's a big one i was saying there's like five that almost feel like auto wins on this ram schedule and five that felt like 50 50 way. balls this was one of those huge huge now you've got a couple of more of, the, of those coming up with uh, Utah State, UNLV. That, that game in Vegas could actually be huge, especially if the Rams keep winning. Yeah, um, We're going to get into the matchup with Utah Tech here, but I do want to talk to you guys about AG1 because you know oh, we're yeah. getting to that time of year where people start getting sick again. I, I've seen some Oof. flu stuff rolling around. Sounds oh, like boy. COVID's rearing its ugly head once oh, again. Boy. And uh, AG1 is just a great way to make sure you are getting all of the vitamins, supplements, nutrients that you need to live a healthy and active lifestyle. Uh, a lot of people take a million different ingredients. AG1, one scoop in your cup of water, you're good to go. I mean, that's what I love about it. It's so convenient. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. You should too. A lot of them drink AG1, and I'm a huge fan with every daily serving. I'm setting myself up for success. 75 high-quality ingredients that give me my key daily nutrients, support energy, focus, strength, clarity, aging, all the things you should probably worry to be worried about. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, try AG1, get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com rams. That's drinkag1.com slash Rams. Check it out. 
Also, our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, yeah. We're back. Football is awesome, at least on the college side. Oh, my God. It's so But the NFL is always going to be great to watch. Even if your team is struggling, there's a million storylines. into that. And our, you know, maybe you just focus on the, yeah, sure. the future and, and what could come from the, the current disaster situation. <laughs> it's always darkest before the dawn. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, a great point. It's a great but, point. But uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, it's always bright, baby, because they are just keeping it, it fun for our customers. They have a section where you can just see the Mount West games on the sports book. It's awesome. Super convenient. Uh, new customers bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. All you got to do is bet on any NFL action this week. Oh, yeah. Again, throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away from an instant winner. Uh, bet on the Caleb Williams Bowl. <laughs> Football is more yeah. fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now. Sign up with that code DNVR. New customers bet just $5. Get 200 in new uh 200 in bonus bets instantly. Excuse me, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With that code DNVR, the crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 878-HELP-NY or text Hope NY to 467-369. Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, Ooh, licensee hell. partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdction. Void in Ontario. Sorry, Ontario. See sportsbook.com. See DraftKings. <laughs> see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply Whew, i feel like i'm Boom. like doing the doug dimidome thing welcome to the doug dimidome <laughs> i love it man you give us a breather um walk have a great day thank you for tuning in appreciate Enjoy you buddy on the audio side utah tech my friend this is a weird one because yeah, one, is. like I said, it's very hard to find away by your research Utah Tech, <laughs> but they are one in three. They've played for their level of football. I would say a competitive schedule. I no, mean, you have losses schedule. to Montana, yeah. Montana State, and Missouri State, three of the yeah, top yeah, FCS yeah. programs out there. They do have a win, fifty to thirty-six over Northern Arizona, Northern who Arizona. is again a, a program that's respectable. I would say as far as FCS goes, they're they're not a Montana, but they're certainly a step up from Greeley, like in terms of where they're at consistently. Shots at UNC, but I love it. And I no no, no I got no it's okay. no it's okay. malice in my heart for Greeley I, whatsoever. None of us do, no but doubt. Just a reality. <laughs> um, they can they can move the ball a little bit. When you look at them offensively average over three hundred yards a game, yep. they're scoring twenty five points a game. They're going to throw the ball all over the place. They don't run the ball well. They don't stop the run, but they can move it. So this is a big test for the secondary. This is a big opportunity for the D-line to get after the quarterback and uh, potentially to take advantage of some plays because 10 interceptions in in four games, that definitely jumps out. Turnover city. You got to get on them early, really get after the quarterback and try to create some early turnovers and just break this thing open. Well, and you hope, and obviously... Those of us that have watched CSU play FCS teams over the last decade are very scarred. Um, yeah. At least they finally didn't schedule a powerhouse. Like, what are you doing? Bring in North Dakota State and South Dakota State into your building. You're just asking for it, literally. No kidding. But in this instance, it's a program you should take care of business of. When yeah. you look at the, the matchups on paper, as we said, you should be able to get the ground game going. 
Hopefully you're able to play from a big lead, which only plays into all this. The pass yep. rush gets to get going. Yep. They're going to have to throw the ball. And I'm sure that's a factor with some of their turnovers too. They're constantly playing from behind. Yeah. I but, mean, it's it's hard to even evaluate them with how kind of outclass they've been in three of their well, first and this, four this games. Should be you know? an, and again, an exactly they should be like outclassed yeah. even more so in this one. Yeah. I mean, you kind of wish you could have got them earlier in the year. Like you could make the argument they're mm -hmm. battle tested. They played a lot of good teams. They know who they are for better or for worse at, at this point. But again, much like Middle Tennessee State, this isn't a win that you look at and like reminisce on years from now, assuming that you take care of business, obviously. Um, but this is a test of you know, where you're at as a program. Can you take care of business in the games that you're supposed to win? And this one should be a blowout. Like if, if you eke one out, you know, yeah. you're not yeah. going to be feeling great. Yeah. Like this yeah. isn't Eastern Washington. This isn't North Dakota State. This That's is right. a team you should curb stomp. Yeah. And even those, it feels not super great when you don't blow them out you know but that's the reality of things well, those are tough opponents why schedule an fcs opponent in it's the first place so dumb yeah um no you got to take care of business in this one you got to bury them early and get after them really take advantage of this defense you got to try to establish the run game really get going on that i mean you name it one thing i did notice that really stands out about this team they convert third down 38% rate, which is really that, good. That's that. That's <laughs> they insane. stay on the field. Like it is again, and this yeah. is a an offense that has some guys that can move the ball a little bit. Offensively, they may be a smidge frustrated. Yeah, like I, I don't think you're gonna get a shutout. Yeah. But beat them 60 to 10 or whatever it is, you know? Right. <laughs> right. No, I think that is realistic. Like they've lost by an average margin of 25 points against FCS opponents. I think at least. You'd at least match it. 35. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to see them build like on that. See, yeah. Take exactly. care of business, really mm -hmm. beat them down. It's been so long since CSU has just like throttled an opponent. You probably got to go back to 2015. They shut out Fresno State like 42 0 or something like that. It was oh, the one random year that. Fresno was down. But I mean, the, the vibes have been bad on Ag Day lately. I mean, last year you had Sac State again, tremendous championship level right. fcs team stanford this year yeah, yeah they came into your building absolutely kicked your ass yeah um they lost it to vandy the year before in a game where they should have won that was like very similar to the middle tennessee state game where it feels like it's 50 50 right there for right. the taking in that right. instance you're losing tendencies end up you know coming into play and yeah. we yeah. just need to see them continue to do the little things and like establish yourself as a winning program because that's how it happens it's just one game at a time yeah, and get get those two wins on the schedule and go into a conference schedule two and two, thinking, man, we should be three and one. This question Taylor asks you is a question I wanted to ask. There's a big lead in the second half. Do you see Millen? That's interesting. Right? I think you would, just because I think out of respect to Clay, because it's not like Clay did anything wrong. You know, he's not no. getting outside of not executing the offense, which I guess is the quarterback's job. Yeah, I mean, so, losing his job, but But nothing, he's a good right, guy. Right. He's been a great teammate. You want him to stay invested because your season can change in an instant. Like, your quarterback mm -hmm. goes down. You need your backup mm -hmm. to be locked in and ready That's to right. go, especially if you have championship-level aspirations. Right. Arm talent's not a question for him. No. And sometimes, like, going to the bench and getting a chance to look at the game through a new lens could be That's huge. Right. So, like, yeah. I mean, this could be an instance where Clay's able to, to come out and really ball and 
and maybe gain some of that confidence back because he is a good kid and I'm really rooting for him. Like it from a human standpoint, it, it's tough Absolutely. for these kids. You go from Absolutely. being the essentially the face of the franchise. I know it's on NFL team, but you know, you're the guy QB one on a college campus to not even to week two and you're done. I know it's really rough. Um, you have two quarterbacks to watch here for Utah tech. Yeah, that is, uh, I, I Kobe trace is the starter 61 of 128 for 811 yards on the season, five touchdowns, seven picks coming off a brutal game. No touchdowns, four interceptions against Missouri state. Talk about brutal. Whew. The Sam Howell. The four Sam interceptions. Howell. Yeah. Just got to play the Broncos. And yeah, I got to play the Broncos and you can uh, make a 20 point comeback. But last week against the Bills, four interceptions, one in each quarter. That's fun. Well-rounded. That's yeah, very well-rounded. He is who he is. Equal <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you also got to keep an eye out for Boone Abbott. He came in mm -hmm. a couple times in relief, 17 to 35, 192 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Again, turnovers, a huge problem for this Utah Tech team. Um, Especially for a team that like, passes the ball quite a bit i i'm guessing it's at a necessity one because they're playing down and wow. two because they have zero run game yep. um <laughs> but ronnie walker jr is the, the leading rusher 48 attempts 205 yards two touchdowns averaging about 45 rushing yards a game mm -hmm. 50 yards a game um the receivers are, are the the biggest names bo sparks 22 catches 248 yards one touchdown he's had at least four catches in every game little slot receiver um Got to keep an eye on him underneath. Um, Ricky Johnson, 11 catches, 211 yards, two TDs. He had 90 yards in the win over Northern Arizona. And uh, lastly, I'll throw out Le'Veon Johnson, who has had a touchdown in two of the last three weeks. Defensively, not a ton to know, but the, the linebackers are who produced the majority of their tackles, uh, created their turnovers. So it seems like that's where the star power is. Again, I... So more of a spread offense, uh, power spread even, a la yeah. Middle Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Not like but a they've four done, wide They've done air, some different stuff. Well, it's they've kind of mixed it up. Yeah. But I don't know, it's it's going to be interesting to see. We'll find out some more. Well, it's just I I hate being in this position because with most most teams, you know, you can find at least multiple games. You're going off of like the one game I found on right. YouTube and right. basically I numbers. Know. But oh, the highlights are. It's a problem. We actually need to invest more talent in people who can make highlights for some of these programs because it's it's lacking online, and I hate it. We'll we say, all want to watch football highlights. Why would we limit that? Mountain West actually recently, I don't know the name, so I don't want to butcher it, but they partnered with some new like AI thing to hopefully enhance the the highlights that are coming out. So that'd be that'd be great. I mean, we need more of it, especially for some of these smaller programs. Um, yeah, I mean, there's. There's not a ton to say about this game other than this is an opportunity for you to establish yourself. I mean, you want to see them execute offensively. You want to see the defense come out and, and you know, hold them under 20 points, I think would be awesome to see. Yeah. That, that's a goal for me, yeah. I would say. I want to see this offense put 30-plus on the board. I mean, really, you'd like to see it be more like 50. With, you're averaging plus. 30 a game right now anyways. But I don't know. Man. I mean, they're, they literally allowed... 50 points to these other four opponents they've played. I think 50 might be what you expect. I that you they should I on mean, paper. Clay put two touchdowns on Washington State in one quarter. You know, like well, yeah. No, I'm sorry, not Clay. BFN. BFN. Yeah, I've got Clay on the mind now. Yeah, I mean, 
No, you're right. This was a game where if, if you are a Mountain West championship contender, like mm. I say that this team is, you can't go in scared. And mm. I, I talked a lot about going into that showdown. I was rolling my eyes about everybody being so skittish and, you know, tucking your <laughs> tail between your leg. So I got to listen to my own advice. Go out, beat the hell out of them, put 50 on the Lofty board, goals, hold yeah. them less than 20 points, mm-hmm. beat them so well that you're able to get multiple quarterbacks and, right. you know, young right. freshmen running backs and receivers into the game. Even some of these young defensive linemen, Kennedy McDowell, some of these guys, I'd like to see them get on yeah. the field. Like, this is hopefully a game where you can just have some fun, which has been a long, it's been a long time Big since they've been man. in that spot. Yeah. This isn't a time to take your foot off the gas. This is a time to build on that momentum you've created and really have, you know, as much of a statement game as you can against an opponent like this, get your backups in, get everyone nice and fresh for the start of Mount West play, because I mean, this is a new year. It has to be a new year period. And I just think it's one of those instances where if you, go into the conference slate sitting there at 500 knowing it's all on the table you're feeling yourself a little bit you just pulled one out on the road against a good team you beat the hell out of someone at home and then you go on the road to to logan for a Mm -hmm. really important game against utah state who very explosive offense one of the the most productive offenses in the league also one of the worst defenses in the league so it's it's going to be interesting that's That is one factor that I, uh, I really like for CSU this year, and we'll talk about that in the power rankings, is just that not a lot of defensive world beaters in the Mountain West this year. Air Force and Wyoming, really stout, but mm-hmm. Fresno's been solid, too. Yeah, but Fresno last week was impressive. Man. Yeah. Fresno was impressive. Won a little money on them in, in ASU and then taking care of business as, as well against Kent State. I gave out Air, Air Force minus five and a half for like an early Thursday pick or something. Boy, cleared that by a mile. And they were down at halftime and just came out and throttled them in the second half. Oh, shit. Uh, if you're going to be at the game this weekend, it's going to be warm. Sun's going to be out early. Take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the Absolutely, warm weather. Yeah. Premium polarized shades at an affordable price. They're awesome. They're, they are awesome. An independent sunglasses company, but they make a product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Also, if you break them, lose them, whatever... They'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. I mean, nobody else is hooking you up the way Shady Rays is. You can shop in person at the Park Meadows Mall. You can always just return them for free within 30 days. Again, no risk when you shop. They always have your back. Shady Rays giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Boom. Mountain West Power Rankings time. And then we're getting into our picks, which is one of the most fun parts of this pod. Again, thank you to everybody for tuning in. Uh, Mitchell Winter, we got a question here. No way to watch the game if you're out of town. You can stream it via the Mountain West Network. Any Mountain West game that is not listed on TV, you can watch for free on the Mountain West Network. I promise you it will be a significantly better broadcast than ESPN Plus, which is saying something because uh, they're student-run. I mean, that you got a lot of students on camera, but CSU has a really solid production. And uh, I've watched a lot of games on the Mountain West Network over the years, and none of them were even close to the disaster we witnessed this past weekend in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Um, power rankings, we'll kind of breeze through this because there's not a ton of change from last week. Uh, are we starting from the bottom of the top? Because last week I... Yeah, you switched it up on us. Let's go back to starting from the bottom. You know, build up. Build up towards it. I yes. think that makes sense. Number 12, Nevada. They were up 17-0 at Texas State as double-digit underdogs. End up losing by double digits 
They've lost so 14 straight games. They will be underdogs in every game they play this year. And 0-12 is definitely a possibility for this, this Ken Wilson-led Nevada Wolfpack. Man, how hard they have fallen in these two years. Got a new basketball arena coming, though. So that's, <laughs> that's good, great. I guess. That's really good. Um, Congrats to them. Yeah, shot, trying to make oh, Reno man. more like Vegas, which oh, if you've been to man. Reno, it's really twisting the knife here, not going to happen. Jeez. They hate me in Reno. Anyways, I don't think whatever. you are like that. Yeah, you are. You aren't the most beloved in <laughs> yeah. Reno. I must say. I must say. Uh, Hawaii at number eleven, offensively, really solid. Um, they're actually down a spot from where I had them last week. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're Does, not having the season we we hope for. Let's let's admit it. Did pull one out against New Mexico State <laughs> they did. Um, on the island? Yeah. Three point win. Their over is going to hit. It was three wins. I think is all I need for the over, and that's that's all I cared about. That is huge. Um, that is huge. At number 10, we're going Utah State. And this is a team I struggle with because I think Utah State is a team that could certainly catch anybody on a bad day with how explosive they are offensively. Semi-competitive against a good James Madison team. No, they're in every game. I actually thought James Madison would have smoked them. I think they covered They were up point. double digits at one point. Yeah, and Utah State kind of backdoored them. But yeah, I mean, just it's defensively, they're a train wreck. And uh, frankly... Even in their best seasons under Blake Anderson, they won a lot of fluky games. I'm not trying to be a hater. A couple of those were against CSU, but it just didn't feel sustainable was really my point coming into the year. And basically, I, I still have the same question marks about them as I always did. I knew they were going to be able to get Terrell Vaughn the ball on the outside. Great receiver. Second in the country in total receptions. Yeah. Uh, actually leads Torrey Horton, but Torrey's played in, in one last game. Fun fact, we didn't get to this earlier. I'm As far as I can tell, Tory Horton has the most catches in Mountain West history through three games for any team through their first three games. Wow. No kidding. That's insane. So I, if you can find somebody that had more, go ahead. But I spent a long time trying to verify that, and I could not find anything specifically. But um, New Mexico coming in at number nine. They've got a quarterback. Dylan Hopkins is the top four quarterback in the league. Um, PFF actually had him as the highest graded QB in the conference thus far. That's Pro crazy. style came over from UAB with their offensive coordinator. So yeah. you've got that continuity. That's UAB. huge. I'm rooting for the Lobos to, to make it to a bowl. I would like to see uh, Albuquerque is a fun spot. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I just think spot. it'd be cool to see. Big win against UMass in overtime to this last on week. the road, which I mean, that's a brutal travel spot. These should all be auto wins for the Rams. The teams are playing. I mean, you don't play UNM this year, which stinks because yeah. you can't keep the uh, the streak going. Haven't lost to them since 2009. <sighs> Half of my life. That was that's how long it's that's been amazing. since CSU last lost to New Mexico. Feels like we almost need a T-shirt for that. I think we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, the number one we'll song in the country was uh, Paparazzi by Lady Gaga the yeah. last time. I uh, <clears throat> I graduated college that year, so, yeah. Crazy times. We're getting old. We're getting old, Dre. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> some more than others, Justin, some more than others. Number eight, we're going San Diego State. Ooh. They lost a tough one to Boise State. They actually moved the ball a lot better How than I expected. But uh, that's the, the thing about Boise this year. They, they have a really solid run game, and I guess we should talk about this when I get to them, but... Uh, defensively they're giving up some of the most yards per play in the country right now that i didn't expect i thought after that showing against ucf the boise defense was on to something not too impressed i'm surprised you have san diego state this low after a close loss almost a quality loss i am just 
I'm fading them all year and I'm sticking to my guns. I love it. I love it. Behind your next team, though, I do think is a fun debate. And that's, yeah. And I did, I considered it. I, San Jose State's got a better quarterback. And that's why I put them just above San Diego State in they between Boise stunk, State. though, man. They have an ex, well, it's defense. They're just terrible. We thought they'd be more competitive than this. Now, their schedule is brutal. Really tough. About as tough as the Rams. Maybe tougher. Um, but they're, I thought they would be friskier. I thought they'd be more competitive in these games. With Chevin Cordero, the preseason offensive player of the year, you expect them to at least be in the top third of the teams. And just defensively, man, they their struggle. I mean, Air Force just Air Force is just pounding teams yeah, right now. Air Force like, is for real for real. So yeah, at seven we got San Jose State. Um, and just ahead of them at six, we got Boise. Boise, they got the best nope. running back. No, nope. at six you have another team. Oh, did I mess this up? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Six, I've got the UNLV running rebels. Oh uh, yeah who are quickly working their way up these power rankings. No kidding. Taking care of business. Uh, beat UTEP, I believe, this past That's weekend. That's yes. You got to see, is it sustainable? Um, Doug Brumfield, their starting quarterback, injured at the moment. Backup came in, played that a sucks. solid game against UTEP. Mm-hmm. Really big test for them. I will say they have a, a pretty decent chance to be 5-1 and one with CSU coming into Vegas for that game. The Rams can take care of business these next couple of weeks. Could be a lot on the line. A little clash in Vegas. Yeah, they're kind of frisky. Three and one this year. Um, Another one that's like hard to gauge because they yeah. started hot yeah. in non-con last year. They weren't able to sustain it. Yeah, we'll see. This week against Hawaii, maybe a little more of a test. We'll get into that. I mean, the amount of times I would say that UNLV belongs in the top half conversation of the Mountain West in my life, this is probably like the second time. Very rare. Yes, So very rare. No doubt. Those that are uh, watching, if you want me to give more love the Rebels way, I'll believe it when I see it, but you guys are you're doing the right things. Uh, Boise at Respect. number five, best running back in the league, Ashton Gentry. Yeah. Absolute stud, workhorse over 200 yards against San Diego State. Mm-hmm. He's their entire offense right now, though. And it's crazy. It, Boise's really lacking at receiver. Uh, Latrell Caples did go down at the beginning of the season, their number one receiver. That's a big factor for them. But... Man, Taylor Green has not been quite as solid as I expected. I will say, funny enough, actually his best throws of the game against San Diego State were incompletions, were not even really his fault. Just the receiver wasn't able to come down with them. I, I think he's better as a as a passer than what we saw early on in his career. But I don't know. I just I wonder how sustainable this is for Boise, especially given the 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 defensive struggles. You know, like are they going to be able to win the defense a forty? you know, 50, 40 shootout. Like, are they going to be able to produce enough offensively? Doesn't seem like it. This is a team you are so happy you face in the early slate of the conference schedule. Yeah. Get them them while they still haven't figured things out and at home. Another game that could be huge, especially if CSU takes care of business. Homecoming could be sellout. Yeah, man. Perfect time to pull off their first win over Boise and and franchise history. You do that. People people will start to notice. It won't just be us. Like, Well, because whether Boise's down yeah. or not, the fact of the matter is, is they are the face of Mountain West football. It's, it's like beating statement. San Diego State in yes. hoops. It just means more. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, number three. Uh, and I'll be honest. I really wanted to put them below CSU, but I'm giving Wyoming the respect they deserve because of what they bring to the table defensively. Um, oh, I skipped CSU at four, but CSU... I mean, it's the same thing we said last week. Like, 
they have the offensive identity. We need to see more consistency on the defensive side. Their top end talent is as good, if not better than anybody in the conference, but we need to see them do it consistently. You've got the one win under your belt against middle Tennessee state, Wyoming, another team who I don't know if what they're currently doing is sustainable, but they've got the wins over ab state and Texas tech, and they deserve to be one spot ahead because those are two quality wins. Even if they're at home. No, CSU Boise is a really fun, um, kind of debate because it's both kind of speculative uh more on paper but i think it's fair to say we've seen more from the rams especially since bfn's been there yeah like if you only think of wazoo as you know just like the end of it or don't even consider wazoo just think of the two games bfn started it's hard to argue i mean i think they're neck and neck well and if they beat cu like then it's not even a debate that's exactly right so it's, you know, again, it's exactly moral right. victory. It's a bummer exactly that things right. played out that way. But um, Wyoming, they can run the ball. I've got serious yep. questions about them offensively. They're mm-hmm. currently the worst offense in, in the conference in terms of yards per game. I just wonder. Is that right? Yeah. Yards no. Per, yeah. Right here. Not passing yards, just total yards per game. They average 297.5 yards per game. Oh, my God. Yeah, they keep winning. I well, mean, State, their front seven is... Well, and I mean, they blocked a field goal and returned it, uh, but you're making plays. Too, Justin. Well, no, it's margins. You know, it's like what we talked about. They're finding margins. ways to make it work for them. Is that sustainable, though? Can you keep grinding it right. out game after game after game? They've done it so far. Yeah. We'll see. Actually, this weekend's a fun test, and we'll get into the picks. Craig Bull's only four and five against New Mexico all time. He has a winning record oh, against Air Force and a losing record against crazy. New Mexico. That's insane. They're just, they play the way a team should play when it's like, have fun going up to Laramie and playing these bastards yeah. in November, you know? Like, and I mean, obviously like CSU's no got to go there. Against. It's going to be a brutal spot. Yeah. But I mean, if you get the offense rolling, I just wonder is Wyoming, oh, right. can can they beat CSU in a shootout if the offense is able to get going? I don't yeah. think so. Hashtag margins. But yeah. at the same time, could the Rams beat Wyoming in a 17-14 grinded out with the lack of run game? And that's nope. that's what we see, you know? No way, Jose. Right. Right, it's going to be a style fight. It it really is. It's like when you, the wrestler and the kickboxer facing UFC. It's like something's got to give. Something's got to give, man. They are not playing on an even playing field. It's who said the terms is then going to have the advantage in how this fight is played. Number two, we're going Air Force. Have to. Only allowing 223 yards a game, 12.8 points per game allowed while producing close to 400 yards and scoring 35 points a game. They're a wagon. I will say you could they poke are. holes in they their strength of schedule. San Jose State, probably their most impressive win, and that's a team that we've said is a big letdown yep. to this point. Yep. I'm very curious to see that it's, you know, I would say Fresno and Air Force are obviously the front runners from Mountain West Championship. You look at the DraftKings odds, I think they're oh, both yeah. at plus 220. Mm-hmm. Uh, CSU, by the way, opened at plus 3,500 down to plus 1,800. Vegas starting to take some oh, of that value man. away. I kind of like. Oh, I took it. I definitely took it. I took. Oh, I took I it at plus thirty five hundred. About this earlier, yeah. The blemish for Air Force is barely beating Sam Houston. State, Pretty solid defensively. Right? It was on true road game, like a weird setting, yeah. kind of like Middle Tennessee State, where it's going to be kind of flat. But boy, two games into the Mountain West, what they did to Utah State and San Jose State puts you on notice for sure. And it's just one of it's 
if Air Force has the majority of their starting offensive linemen returning, take their over that year because it's just going to be plug and play everywhere else. How do we remember that in the dead of summer? Somebody remind me. Write this down. Please, someone remind (laughs) me. And then that Fresno defense, man. I mean, keeping an offense like Kent State to 10 points. After shutting out Arizona State on the road. It's pretty impressive, dude. Now, Eastern Washington at home took them the distance. But you survived the sloppy one, you you know? And it's like the the thing about college football. You're not going to be perfect it's just the execution isn't going to be consistent enough we see it even with these top level teams yeah but can you pull it out when you don't have your a game fresno's done that csu did it against middle tennessee state that's what winning teams do yeah with uh hayner gone we didn't quite know what to expect from this fresno squad boy they look impressive crab kicks and all around all around maryland does (laughs) (laughs) let's get into our picks Uh, only lines on some of these games kind of disappointing not the best slate the mount west has had to offer thus far no and but we'll take it's a little you know it's a little bit of a it's a palate cleanser it's a refresher we can take our foot off the gas a smidge every now and then Uh, every once in a while yeah take a take a look and smell the roses uh utah state six point favorites on the road at yukon This is a game that I recommend that you just stay away from because it's a crapshoot, the travel situation. It was a weird game when they played last year in Logan. I'm going to take Utah State to cover because I think offensively, I don't know if UConn can keep up with them, but if they just totally blew it on the road here, it would not shock me at all. Uh, Home dog. Home dog. It is my thing. And I actually think like in a couple spots, UConn actually has some good talent. They've just looked like trash this year. Um, so yeah, I I think this is a total like stay away line. It's a total, just give me Utah State. Um, the book the book knows UConn might just stink. Might just stink after all that Jim Utah Mora State. love last yeah, year. No, it's this is all about UConn. They probably just stink. Boise State, three and a half point dogs at Memphis. This is a Boise's played a brutal schedule. UCF, Washington. Now you got to go to Memphis. I mean, even North Dakota is a pretty good FCS team. Yeah, they're playing like the G5 All-Stars. It's it's crazy. The book does not believe in them. Tough spot to go to Memphis here. You're taking the Tigers? Yeah, I am at home. I think Boise figures some things out, and I like that hook, which is that half point. Give me Boise. Boise State failed to cover the spread in each of its last five road games in September. Each of Memphis's last four September games at Simmons Bank Liberty have gone over the total uh, set at 60. It's not a good travel spot either. No, it's not. Going all the way to Memphis from Boise, that's not a fun trip. It's not a short trip. Kudos to Boise for, for playing a tough schedule, but I mean, it's it's why despite picking them to win the league coming in, I said adamantly they won't be like a Fiesta Bowl team because right. it's just too tough right. of a schedule. Yeah, no, I mean. But now Fresno and Air Force really maybe, is. especially Fresno with the pair of P5 wins. Yeah. Yep. They're in the driver's seat. Absolutely. It's your guys. They are my guys, man. UNLV, 11-point favorites at home against Hawaii. Oh, this is this line is set so perfect. Um, do it to him, Justin. Do it to him. <laughs> you know you want to. 
I'm going with my guys. Timmy Chang covers, baby. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I think go. we're getting a little too ahead of ourselves with UNLV. Uh, I think they win. I certainly think UNLV wins, but I think Timmy Chang and what Hawaii can do offensively, Braden Schrager, they can sling it a little bit. I got a solid running back in Hines. They hang around, maybe backdoor them late. God, that spread is very well set. Yeah, screw it. I'll take the running Rebels. Um to cover, see if that offense can can keep up that momentum. I like it. We've got some discrepancy here. Uh, New Mexico at Wyoming. Wyoming 14-point favorites at home. This is a game where they should just stomp on them. I mean, Wyoming's front seven is nasty. Like I said, New Mexico, Ben Craig Bowles, bugaboo over the years. UNM, they've kind of figured out an identity. They were able to grind one out on the road last week. 14 feels like a lot for that Wyoming offense, but I almost wonder if it's the uncomfortable cover that we always talk about. It's 14 with a total set at 42, I believe. Yeah, so they're expecting it to be like 30 to 7. UNM's team total is like 13 and a half. Give me UNM over the team total. Give me them to cover. But yeah, this this line kind of stinks. Kind of feels like they beat them down like 20 to six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a push. Yeah. So you're going to take UNM? Yeah. All right. I like it. Yeah, it's fine. I like it. Um, CSU, we're just taking to, there's no line because it's an FCS matchup. What would you set it at? They've lost by, uh, you know, 25 points per game to these other FCS opponents. I think this has to be like minus 21 and a half. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, probably 30-ish. In that range, I'd take the Rams. I'd still take the Rams to cover. Yeah. Um, Air Force, 10.5-point favorites against San Diego State. Another Blown away by one. this one, man. Blown it's away. Really hot. No it's love for really San Diego State. High. but I get it. They just played Boise tough, though. Boise defensively is like a significant step down from Air Force, though, in like every metric. Air Force is... A, you know what's crazy? I mean, Air Force has just, more athletes on defense than Boise right now. And that's the first time I've ever said that. Insane. Now, San Diego State, though, in a game that's going to be a little more run-centered, you are kind of entering their wheelhouse. What's craziest? Air Force was a five and a half point favorite to Utah to San Jose State. Mm-hmm. Ten and a half to San Diego State. I tried to debate you in the rankings for San Diego State just under San Jose. I mean, the book clearly agrees with you. That's just like what I said about having a quarterback. You know, that's like a 10-point swing. And Chevin Cordero is good enough to win a game by himself. This is the stinkiest line on the entire Mount West. Like, I'm not taking the cheese. Give me Air Force. They're Air be- Force. They are begging you, begging you to take plus 10.5 San Diego State. I need you to understand and know that yeah. before you bet. The book is begging you. They are double dog daring you to Pretty take please. San Diego State plus 10 and a half. Like, and you want to know what? It'll be a close game for a while, maybe even into the third quarter. But Air Force, they're a boa constrictor. Boa Dude, constrictor they suffocate you. Yes. They run it down your throats. And they wait for you to mess up, which San Diego State will do offensively at some point, And Air Force will take advantage. I think they win this comfortably, maybe even 20 plus. I might consider trying to buy a couple of points just because I I don't think it's going to be close. And if I'm wrong, I'll eat it. But I just I don't believe in San Diego State. I'm sticking to my guns. Uh, Finally, Fresno State, 24 and a half point favorites at home against Nevada. 
again, they're begging you to take Nevada, who has been more competitive their last two weeks against Kansas and Texas State. But given the way they lost that game up 17, that just feels demoralizing. And I think Fresno rolls in this game. And it's it's a lot of points. You don't want to do it, but... They are that much better than Nevada when they play their A game. I mean, they just laid the snack down on Kent State, which I think is better than Nevada by 40. Yeah, I mean, throttle them. I don't think Fresno keeps this up. These are college kids. Uh, They just beat Arizona State by like 29. They just beat uh, Kent State, as I mentioned, by 40 plus. I think you let up a little bit. Trap game. Against Nevada, trap game. Um, It doesn't make sense. This is like Boston College covering against Florida State. And Nevada covers. But again, I mean, I, I, I need to like parlay these together. I like we it. need to start tracking our records. Oh, yeah. I got to go back and look at that. Um, happy Ag Day, brother. Happy Ag Day, man. Yeah. Happy Ag Day to everybody out there. Yeah. Um, before we go, I do have a question from Taylor. What are your thoughts on the new B-ball unis? They're, they're nice. I like them. I like that the, the road green embraces gold more. I think in a time where many schools are moving away from tradition, the fact that CSU has leaned more into the green and gold identity in football and hoops is, is something I love. I'm a you know, college football purist. I'm a traditionalist. I love tradition, everything that goes with it. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Hope the Rams take care of business in that pumpkin and alfalfa. Stay cool. Drink lots of water. Much love, y'all. Always proud to be. Peace.